Hello everybody, happy Wednesday. Welcome back to Aces Up the Sleeve. In this podcast, we're going to shed light on all things Pocket Aces, the finer points of syndicate ownership, discuss what you all have asked us to talk about, and hopefully by the end of it, you'll be a little bit more enlightened on the topics, maybe a little entertained, um, and just by th- at the end of the day, feel like you got a little bit more value for being part of the Pocket Aces Racing Team. Uh, if in case you didn't see the first episode, which, by the way, you should go back and listen to, because it's now up online on our castos.com homepage. Um, but if you didn't listen and you're happy to jump in on the second one, I'm Patty, um, and I am co-hosting uh, this podcast with one of the managing partners of Pocket Aces Racing, or PAR, for a quick reference, Jared Shoemaker. Good evening, afternoon, whenever this happens to drop on Wednesday. How are you? And or whenever you happen to be listening. Patty, good to talk to you again. And uh, hey, I'm, I'm ready for episode number two. Yeah, it's the we were kind of discussing it earlier that the first one was well received. And it seems like partners have really enjoyed listening to what our wonderful, wonderful circular conversation got us to. But um but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. We had fun. The The partners enjoyed all the updates. So we're glad that everybody is is enjoying the, the first episode. And we hope that you'll kind of have the same experience and the same reaction to the second one. Um, just kind of before we get rolling on this episode, which is going to be the micro share episode, uh, we do just have a brief couple of housekeeping points to make before we get going. I know last episode we talked about how taken to the cleaners and microphone had some availability. Um, and you folks are fast cause they've sold out already. Uh, they were quick. Uh, I mean, probably not long after that episode went up. Jared, you were texting me and said, "Yeah, they're they're out, they're gone." So they they are sold out. We got uh, got some new uh, new partners uh, on board and involved, and um, and some old partners um, or current partners uh, uh, involved uh, a little bit as well. So, you know, uh, they are uh, you know train lights out. They both worked yesterday at Keeneland and microphone. Uh, Ethan said he just blew the doors off and and just went went dynamite. And he's getting geared up for that April 27th allowance at Keeneland. And taken to the cleaners is a stakes race bound. She's headed to uh, headed to Laurel towards, the, I think she's going to leave on either Wednesday evening or Thursday morning and gets, get herself settled in and, and get ready to run on Saturday. So it sounds like everybody's doing, doing really well. And you, I mean, you love seeing it too, especially because so many things can knock on wood but so many things can can go wrong so when they're finally getting into that stride and they you know they're just loving their life and they're loving their job and they feel great it's it's kind of that that great just kumbaya moment where everything in the universe is at peace so. yeah you know if you're exactly right if you've been in this long enough in this industry long enough that you know that uh, you'll get your heart broken more oftentimes than not because uh, you'll have a horse that it's going gangbusters and then uh, they come down with a fever or a snotty nose or just, just a little bit, you know, stove up a, an ankle just a little bit with a bad step and it just kind of can throw things off. So right now, fingers crossed, knock on wood, uh, those two for sure are going great. And, and, and really all the others seem, seem to be coming into their own as we're rounding into, into getting into the full spring and good weather. We're, we're kind of getting over those, uh, late winter, early spring sniffles and coughs, and um yeah things things are things are you know we're, i think we're gearing up towards a very fun and exciting uh summer and fall 
2023. That's, I mean, and that's what you, you know, we were kind of hoping for it too, because I know once we kind of hit that win 100 with, um, with a critical threat, critical threat. Earlier, we just, we kind of, went, we, we kind of petered off. So, uh, uh, you know, it just, everything comes in, uh, everything comes in uh, peaks and valleys and, and, uh, you know, we'll, we might reel off three or four wins in a small stretch and get a little bit cold, but it all evens out in the end. And, uh, uh, you know, things like I said, things are knock on wood. Uh, I like, I like the looks of, I like the looks of everything in the stable right now. Everything, you know, we had some horses that have run, uh, you know, ran a couple times last year or early this spring and they did, you know, they ran okay, but not great. A couple of them didn't run really great at all, but they, uh, we hope that this extra time that we gave them time off to mature and, uh, grow physically as well as uh, as grow up mentally a little bit. We we feel like it's doing doing all of them a lot of good so far, and hopefully uh, when they get out on the track here in the next uh, I don't know five six seven weeks, uh, they'll prove us right and uh, and uh, make us all proud. Absolutely. Well, as I mentioned earlier, this is the micro share episode, um, and just to be just for the sake of of clarity, I am. I don't know much about micro shares, uh, so I'm going to be very interested hearing your explanations and kind of hearing you talk about the differences, like something what Pocket Aces Racing does and compared to to the the micro share groups, because um, I honestly don't know much about them. Well, you know, there it's it's an interest. It's a really interesting concept, and and uh, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this to you or not, but probably ten years ago, uh, Mark and I talked about. You know, is there some way you could do micro shares where you you know people owned a tenth of a percent? And we looked into it and we studied it and and we we knew that it, it's it was doable, but it was not something that that we felt like we wanted to pursue at that time. Now hats off to the to the companies that are doing it. You know, one in particular has just uh, you know, kind of taken the racing world by storm, and and, and I, I have a great appreciation for what they have done in terms of bringing. Uh, more owners into the game and and getting more people involved in an ownership level to at least to to the degree that they do, and uh, you know I think it's I think it, it, for the most part I I, I commend them for their uh, for what they've done. Uh, but as you said, you know it is very very different than what we do. Uh, you know the, they're selling you know tenths of percentages in individual horses. And, you know, you genuinely are, uh, when you join those, you're a shareholder. And, and again, nothing wrong with that. It's an interesting and it's a novel approach to, to ownership and, and hats off to them. But, it, but it's very different than what, what we do. And, and, and part of what Mark and I talked about 10 years ago when we discussed this was that, you know, we, we didn't want to have that anonymous relationship with, with our partners because we truly do view everybody that joins with us as partners and and you know we say that to everyone i don't know that, that everyone uh, believes that all the time but we we genuinely do mean it and and you, we have partners that i that i communicate with almost on a daily basis and you know i consider them friends now uh, you know I, did, I didn't know them before they got involved with us we have other partners that you know they're much more hands off and much uh, you know more reserved and, and I rarely hear from them at all. And, and that's, you know, that's what your comfort level is. We want, we want people that, that get involved with us to be as active or as involved with us and communicate with us as much as, as much as they're willing or want to. 
some people want to do that a lot. Some people don't want to do it at all. And whatever you want to do is fine. But the bottom line is that, that, that we're here. We truly are your partners and you are our partners in owning our resources. And you are part of the Pocket Aces Racing team and part of the Pocket Aces Racing family. And, and that's, I think that is an aspect that, that the micro share operations don't and, and quite frankly can't uh, provide. Well, and I mean, if you've seen some of, and this isn't a knock again, you know, we, I personally as well have great respect for what they've done because it, it's a hard thing to do. It, very, it is. But I mean, if you look at some of these numbers, it's, you know, four or 5,000 people strong, you know, I'm sure they'd love to know everybody, but at some point you just, you run out of brain space trying to learn names <laughs> and remember faces. And it's, I mean, that's like trying to learn a whole school's worth of people and and you know enough details about them to have it feel like a personalized experience mm -hmm. and you know as amazing as the human as the human mind is it can't exactly do that <laughs> yeah yeah it, that's right and, and again you know it's not a knock on anything they're doing it's just it, it's just we're just we're, we're different that way and and you know because they have so many people involved in in you know, an individual horse um it, it changes the experience, not not only on you know, just in terms of communication, but uh, your access or your race day experience. You know, um, if you want to visit one of your horses, all you have to do and all we ask of you is give us a couple of days notice. We don't do visits on Sunday because that's the day that the, at least at the farms, because that's the day that that the farm staff, uh, you know, they're they're short staffed. A lot of their workers get the day off on on Sunday because you know we can't we can't ask them to work seven days a week all the time so you know bless their hearts they bust their humps working and taking care of our horses and uh, the least we can do is is uh, not bother them on Sundays so give us a couple of days notice and pick out a day you want to go see your horses and we'll set it up and you can go see them likewise at the and, and you know same thing at the racetrack just give us a couple of days notice go by the barn meet the trainer talk to the trainer uh get the trainer's thoughts and, and feelings on how the horse is doing we welcome it we encourage it you know we want we want to encourage that hands-on connection with your horses we want you to go to the stall and see them and hand them a carrot or a peppermint or or and pet them and get pictures with them and um you know so so we want to provide that access if you want that access some people do some people don't you know we have we have partners that see their horses um, almost on a weekly basis we have some partners that have never seen one of their horses in person before and that's what works for each of those individuals, and that's what we want to encourage. Uh, you know, on race day, if you know, and again, this is going to be you know somewhat track dependent because not all tracks offer the same accommodations as others. We, we want to provide access at the training centers and at the tracks in the morning when you're going to go watch your horses train on race day. We want to provide accommodations, and again, it's, this is going to be somewhat track dependent because not every track offers box suites or you know box seating or or, or suites or uh, um, you know even since some tracks don't offer anything at all so it is going to depend a little bit on uh, on what's going on at the track but if you want to come see your horse run and you want to get up close and personal with your horse and you want to get in the winner circle picture with your horse after they win we want you to do that we want you to be involved when you are a pocket aces racing team member um you know, it, it's about the experience of owning a racehorse. And so much of that experience is, is, is at the track.
and on race day. We want you to experience that to the fullest uh, of our ability. And you know, you, you don't always get that with some of the microshare operations uh, because again, they've just got too many people. They can't do it for everybody. Yeah, I know. I I don't quite remember who I was speaking to, but they had mentioned that one of their um not not like a complaint, but just one of their biggest frustrations was that they for it didn't matter what race it was, whether it was uh you know a a an allowance or or, or you know a, a a listed stake or a or a graded stake, it felt to them at least that no matter what kind of race it was, they always had to essentially raffle away paddock access because yeah, we, some uh, places have no way of yeah. of accommodating that those numbers you know we, we had a uh, a horse running at keeneland one day and uh somebody from one of the uh, microshare organizations was there and i just started talking to her and she was so thrilled and so excited that she got to be up in the bluegrass room that day because she'd won the raffle <laughs> she, she'd won the raffle that and she got to be uh the 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 representative of, of, of that, of that operation that day at the track. Uh, so, you know, it's just different. You know, we're, we're going to try, we're going to do everything we possibly can to get every person um, accommodations on race day, uh, you know, and, and, and with us, you know, not just, uh, we're not going to be up in a, in a suite in the, and, and have them have our partners down in general admission. We're going to be there with our partners. Uh, cause that's just, uh, again, they're part of the team. They're part of our team. And, and it's just, uh, we want to experience that together. Yeah. And that's, that's part of the kind of like what you said earlier, that's what the, that's part of what's the, the lat one of these days i'll figure out how to <laughs> talk in english something's happening today um but that's we said earlier that was one of the one of the not well it, I, I think it's a perk it's one of the perks of being a pocket aces partner is you get to experience these things and you don't have to worry so much you know unless you don't read emails that's not a knock against anybody <laughs> but sometimes we we tell folks hey please respond as soon as possible and then we'll get oh hey last second hi it's like we'll try and, we'll absolutely and, you try know, but <laughs> and, and that's just part of you know life happens and things yeah. uh, you know things uh, get in the way but uh, you know the only time that i recall that we've ever had a serious issue with with uh, accommodations and it turned out not being a problem because i think we got everyone taken care of when 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 it all came down to it but it was during covid when they had restrictions on how many people could be at the track uh, otherwise uh you know we 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 work we go over work overtime and call in every favor we have to it, when it's needed to make sure we've got accommodations on on race day so well and it, i think i imagine you know with with not having to you know, and emails are easy to send out, but kind of with the with the race day experience is also a little easier to, to help facilitate that communication like you were speaking to earlier with the farm trainers and, and the track trainers. It's a lot easier to facilitate, you know, that chance to go and, and speak with the trainer of their horse and, and get that get their impressions firsthand and not just always hear from us. So it's and, and I feel like that's going to be a little mm -hmm. easier than it would be, you know, like we mentioned earlier trying to squeeze in so many people yep. uh, you know uh you, you, you mentioned communication and i cannot speak to what any of the folks do with communication i, I just know that what what we do and, and i feel like um 
you know, we, we, we send out emails all the time on, on everything. And, and, uh, and we, we reach out and, and, and do all we can to make sure we're in touch. You know, we've added this podcast as a method of communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got our social medias uh, that we use for communication. The and, Stable Connect and, app. Stable Connect app is what we was another one we've started and and partners if you're listening or potential partners if you're listening and you think of a better way for us to communicate something else we can do to to enhance our communication we want to know we want to hear it because the the, the last I get so uh, um, frustrated with our efforts when I hear someone say oh I didn't know about that you because know, I feel like you know we've tried to communicate. Uh, but still things get missed because as I mentioned earlier, you know, life happens and you don't always, you don't always, you're, you're not always focused in reading every single email or you don't, you don't uh, happen to catch the tweet or the Facebook post or whatever the case may be. So if, uh, if you're ever feeling like you aren't being communicated with uh, enough or, or we could improve our communication efforts, Please let us know because uh, you know, we've prided we've prided ourselves on communication from day one, and and I know I've shared this with some of our partners over the years, uh, but when Mark and I started this, you know, after our first horse was Victory Morning, and that was just a bunch of buddies that just threw in some money, and a couple of his clients threw in some money, and we went and bought a horse. But we saw how well received it was, and that's when we decided to you know, turn this Pocket Aces Racing stable into Pocket Aces Racing LLC and make this more accessible to even more people. And we spent weeks calling thoroughbred owners, calling people that we knew that had participated in some of the early partnerships, like Dogwood Stables, and and talking to them and and finding out, you know, what are the what are the issues? What are the concerns? What are the complaints that that you've had? What could those organizations, you know, that you've been involved with, what could they have done better? You've owned horses as an individual. What's your biggest complaint? And what we heard more often than anything else was communication. And so we we truly do attempt at least and believe that mm-hmm. we go out of our way to communicate. But if there's ever a way that we can communicate better. Let Patty know, let Mark know, let me know, and we will do our best to implement it. Absolutely. And I, and I'm, I'm the social media person for almost all of our, uh, pages. Yes, because I, I, I do not, I am not Facebook friendly. (laughs) I barely know what I'm doing. But, well, there you go. You're welcome, Facebook followers. (laughs) Um, but... Uh, but I, I see, you know, what people talk about and I see the discussions that go on in the comment section. Sometimes, um, I turn off the comment section when the discussion (laughs) is too spicy, but I, I see, I do, I see what, what folks talk about. And, you know, and to your point, that's something I've noticed as well is when people even publicly were just tweeting about why they left certain groups or why maybe they didn't mention the group name specifically and this does this in this to this point it it's not just down to microshare groups it's it could be any syndicate but when people spoke about why they left partnerships it, it a very to your point very often it was because well yeah you know i i bought into this horse and i've heard from him maybe once in the last you know month i've never talked to the trainer i get pictures once in a great blue moon Maybe if, you know, maybe if I do a rain dance and the horse, you know, it gets washed off the turf and has to scratch, maybe then I can go see him. So it's, <laughs> it's definitely something that, uh, that people, I, from, from my 
from what I've kind of gleaned reading the the tweets and the, the social media comments is people appreciate that that they can go and and truly feel like it, it's not just the like it's called the sport of kings but it doesn't have to be the sport just for kings like it can be something for everybody and I think that's what partnerships and specifically pocket aces can can provide is is let everyone feel like a king for the day uh we hope so and uh and, and hopefully not just for the day hopefully uh <laughs> hopefully uh every time your horse lines up in the starting gate so yep. uh you know and, and i guess the the final thing that i would uh want to to mention in terms of you know micro shares versus pocket aces you know clearly if if you're buying into a micro share you can you can get into ownership or owning a share of a small, small percentage of these horses for much, typically much less than you can with pocket aces racing. We're not going to try to deny that. Uh, and, and, you know, part of that is because of how we buy horses. Uh, and it's, it's part of also because of the, the percentages that you own, you know, the, the minimum that we're going to, that we sell in any one horse is 1.25%. And we, we feel like that gives folks enough skin in the game, but also creates a price point that people can be comfortable with, whether it's just one horse. And we have some people that buy one eighth of one share at one time, and that's what they do. And that's what they're comfortable with. And we think it's great. We have other people that buy, you know, five, 10% of every single horse that we own. It, it well, just, or one-eighth on, share of every or, single or, or one eighth share of every single horse we own and 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 you know that it's 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 the comfort level where where our partners are that's where we want them to be because this is fun this is this is supposed to be fun and the last yeah. thing we ever want it to be is any kind of financial strain or stress on anyone when they think about getting that quarterly bill so uh yes our our our, our expenses are uh, uh you know our our, our initial cost is going to be a little bit more but you're probably going to own a little bit more of the horse um and and i can also say that um that percentage of money that you're putting in again you may be the micro shares may be smaller total amounts but i, I do guarantee that a larger percentage of that amount is going to uh, not to the horse not to cover the cost of the horse, not to cover the expenses of the horse, but it's going as profit. Uh, it's going to pay, pay for the company's employees. You know, we don't have employees other than Patty. Uh, you know, it's Mark and Patty and myself. And I that's am it. the lone, lone ranger. <laughs> and, and, and we don't have, you know, we don't have a, a staff of salespeople. We don't have offices at multiple, uh, in multiple locations. It's just us, and uh, and up until you know six weeks ago, uh, I wasn't even doing this full time. So you know, it's not like we're we aren't uh, just uh, you know rolling in your half 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 the money. Yeah, we're, it's a very small percent of the money that uh, that you that you buy into our horses with is going is going to to us for us to keep the lights on and and hopefully to provide you value and provide you. Uh, um, uh, the good positive experience that we want you to have uh and, and i can tell you that it's not that way in uh, many 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 other groups so uh but that's something that we've committed to is is keeping our costs down as low as we can uh and still providing a positive experience and not just lining our pockets because that's not what we're about well and, and to to that you know along with with expenses on on partners kind of with with and I feel like it's a pitfall 
for the for some sometimes for the micro share groups is um, and and I've seen this discussed as well. And again, a lot of this is is hearsay, so we can't you know don't put us in court and ask us to testify. But um, but some one of the one of the things I've heard people not so much whine about, but maybe um, express frustration that it wasn't I guess better explained to them is when they they buy in on on a horse and the horse does not make it to the track and a lot of people don't understand that however much you've invested into it you're out that money for in most cases in most cases and and there's a, there's the old saying never invest more than you're okay with losing and in this case you're you're kind of you're investing on on the entertainment value so you can't you know and we we touched on this last week in the a little bit in in the first episode on you know it's it's a lot harder to to tell people what you know can we we can't guarantee a return that's for sure nobody can and if they are run the other way but well, yeah and that's exactly and you, you the key word that that you know that we hear all the time and that you just mentioned yourself it, it's investment this is not an investment yeah this is fun this yeah. is fun this is an experience this is 100 percent a gamble yeah. and if if anybody is telling you that they're going to make you money on resources run away yeah that i mean you know? um <laughs> uh, and, and and i'm not saying that we can't again i think we've you know we've been over it I, I i go over this with people all the time we you know people make money on resources absolutely they do. Oh, yeah. but but for every but for every graded stakes winner out there there's a hundred claiming horses out there yeah. and uh, you know, it's um, or, or maybe, maybe even more. I don't, I don't know that number. I just pulled, I just pulled that out of my hind end. So well, I mean, be. statistically <laughs> speaking, I think it was something like 50% of, of the full crop never makes it even to exactly. the training period. Yeah. It, they, they, 50% of the horses that are born every year don't make it to the races. Yeah. Like it's, it's a very high number, so it's not, yeah. you know, but, and with that in mind, that's I think that's you, we 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 talked about this when you first introduced the program, and I personally think it's a very good one. Um, that's I think that was also partially why you both you and Mark agreed to introduce the partner protection program because that was going to be something for partners where if the horse didn't make it, if something happened, they at least weren't a hundred percent out on. Well, it's, it's, you know, the part for those of you that aren't familiar with the partner protection program, and, and we have not had to use it very often because the yeah. vast majority of our horses, quite frankly, they, they have made it to the races. Yeah. We've only had a couple in all these years that haven't. And, um, it basically, you know, we, we, we can't give you money back because mm -hmm. typically the money is spent and, you know, unless there's money in the account, which you're going to get your percent, your corresponding percentage back anyway. But if, if you have a horse, if you're involved with one of our horses that does not make it to the racetrack, uh, we're going to provide you with a substantial discount uh, on uh, the next horse that you want to get in on. Yeah. A very substantial discount. Yeah. So, well, uh, again, it's, you know, it's, I mean, it's that, we can't we can't offer a guarantee, you know, money back guarantee because uh, yeah. we'd be out we'd have been out of business, uh, <laughs> and anybody would would be out of business. But but we do feel like uh, our our track record speaks for itself that we are certainly willing to offer that substantial discount uh, to anybody that's in on a horse that does not make it to the races. Well, I mean, and that's more than sometimes what what anybody gets in other places. Period. You know, it, I don't know of anybody. I don't know of any other <laughs> anybody else that does it. Maybe they do, uh, yeah. but but I I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard anybody mention it. So yeah, 
Well, I mean, as 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 someone told me, one of our partners told me, you know, you have to be the trailblazer. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> even right. even if someone else is also blazing a trail adjacent to you, you have to start somewhere. And if your paths meet, great. And if not, well, then you've now created two paths for someone to follow. <laughs> That's right. So, but um, I, I'll tell you something. We Jared is right. Like we have we have a very good percentage, and we'll, we'll we will we'll get into our numbers and all the the technical stuff. Predominantly, when I update the statistics sheet to the most the most recent, because I think I'm like two weeks behind still. <laughs> but um, but we, I mean, it it will hash it out in an episode, and it's we, you know, Pocket Aces Racing, and also I think I feel speaks a lot to to Mark's Mark's uh, ability to to find a a good horse that we have we have a very good number percentage of getting to the track, and then you know our trainers are are spectacular, so I feel like. We all around just have a very good team. We we do, and uh, you know, Mark is uh, is fastidious about his work, and I say that with uh, all due respect and and admiration. Uh, you know, I've seen him pass on horses that uh, someone would turn around and spend six figures plus on, and then you you follow that horse and it never makes it to the race. Uh, but it's you know he he's got a very good eye and and. Um, he's got a good track record to show from it uh so but we've 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 done it again patty we we weren't we were <laughs> going to try to have a goal of keeping our episodes nice and short but we've talked forever yeah, well, when you or i've to... talked forever probably well i i listen forever so i did not exactly <laughs> stop you from talking either but no i mean it's when it's a good episode and you have a good topic and you just you roll you know like you got it i mean and i prefer this than this awkward like five ten minute episode where we just where everybody kind of even feels like we just blew the topic and we went on <laughs> with our lives so but yeah so uh, you know again th thanks for putting all this together uh for everybody that's listening this is patty's brainchild and it's 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 her doing all the work i just get on here and talk for a few minutes and uh, she does all the work behind it so uh we we, we mark and i greatly appreciate her efforts in this and uh, we hope you all enjoy it and and uh, keep sending us ideas, keep sending us things you want to hear about or people that you might want us to have on uh, the episode to, uh, to hear from. Yeah, absolutely. I know, um, <laughs> I know one of our partners, Dave Brown, one of our very, very enthusiastic partners has already been scheduled to come on. So he's going to have a good story to tell. We look for that. It's going to, that's going to be like a later May episode after the Derby and all the, that, that early May crazy goes off. Um, but if you want to come on and you want to share your story and, and you want to tell us how you, how you found pocket aces or how you got involved with horse racing, please do, please come on, please tell us, let us know, let us know, just send, you know, Jared a message, send me an email. I feel like just about everybody, whether you've participated in contests, which we're hoping to start those up again. I know several people have asked, I think they just want some, some merch, but that's okay. I mean, the contests are fun. I enjoy doing <laughs> them. So, um, so what we're trying is just with, with me having to kind of split my time between a lot of different places right now. Uh, it's just not something I'm going to be able to do probably until after Derby, but we'll definitely come back to to contests again and, and having fun little things for, for the partners and the fans to participate in on our social media pages. So we'll get there. Uh, we'll definitely get there. And um, I know I mentioned on the last the last episode, the first episode, uh, that that we're trying to get 
our uh, podcast up in on more places. Uh, to kind of further elaborate on that, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, <laughs> thanks to thanks to some folks who ruined it for everybody else. We now have to basically get approval. We have to we have to show that yes, we are a legitimate podcast. We have legitimate hosts. Uh, and not just, you know, the talking heads, but like the actual home for your podcast is, is a legitimate website. They've been vetted, all that fun stuff. So that's why it's taking a bit longer. It's, and admittedly, it's not quite as easy as I thought it was going to be. I, we just have you, to make sure that you can help is. us out by subscribing, uh, yes. uh, on our, on our page. So please yes, do that. Yes, and, uh... yes. and we will have stable connect by the weekend. I have gotten in touch with them. And we will try and have those episodes up by the weekend. So keep your eyes open for them. You'll probably get a notification pop up kind of along the lines of um, it's like when something, when a new picture gets posted or, or when a race goes off or anything like that. So if you have pop ups on your phone, you'll probably see a pop up for that for the app. Um, just even if you've listened to it from here, from our from our Facebook page or from our uh, cast off homepage, just give it a quick listen, make sure that you can hear everything, make sure the sound sounds good. And if you see any issues with it, just please let us know and, and we'll tinker with it. We want to try and have it um, accessible to as many people as we can. So as easily and readily as possible. So mm -hmm. yep, absolutely. all right. Great job again, Patty. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And as a recap, folks, we this is these this podcast is going to go off every wednesday it's free to listen to so if someone's trying to convince you to pay for it run away <laughs> <laughs> but thank you you know thank you so much for listening to us to coming for coming back to this second episode for listening to us shoot the breeze and and talk amongst ourselves and just discuss everything about everything and anything about pocket aces and whatever whatever we happen to find interesting for this week so we really appreciate everybody tuning in and listening and thank you so much for all the enthusiasm. Like it, it really helps us as well, knowing that, that you folks enjoy this. So, uh, have a good Wednesday, whenever you happen to be listening to, and, to it on Wednesday. What? Go ahead. One last thing. One last yes. thing before we sign off. If you yes. can't be there in person, join our, uh, check out the Facebook page Saturday morning for our Facebook live presentation of the open house, yes. uh, at Margo farm and silver Springs. Yes. That's it. I'm out. I won't say another word. <laughs> well, you heard the man. I'm going to follow suit because we've talked too much. So have a good Wednesday. Have a good, have a good, you know, day, make good choices. And we will see you next week uh, for the upcoming episode. So have a good one, everybody.